Yeah, welcome, welcome to the happiest people on the planet. This is uh, our first episode uh, with the, with the, our first guest. Um, Very honored. Yeah, our, our guest is uh, Gav. And Gav is, uh, is uh, our special guest tonight. He has been a good friend of mine. And he's an entrepreneur, a fervent speaker, a motivator, one of the leaders, if I should say, of the American, um, American real, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he is as well as a leader in challenging oneself and inspiring other people. So, Gav, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah, Gav, so uh, t- tell us a little bit of uh, how did you now, I mean, your beginnings with, uh, with uh, I think you started with the uh, London Rail, if I should. Yeah. And now you are working with the American. How did it start for you? What were you doing before that? Um, before that, um, well, it depends how far back, but on, in social media, I started off yeah. just doing a vlog, you know, just doing, uh, recording my, my life really. Yes. Um, I'd, I'd done this in a way where I would challenge myself every day. Yeah. To do the video, video in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah. And then record that it was uh, the 21 day challenge. Um, and then I just did that over and over again, really. But the challenges got tougher, you know, like first of all, I just recorded a video and uploaded it onto Facebook. After that, um, I did it again. And then I went live every day at six in the morning. Yeah. Um, every day for 21 days. So that was three cycles. Uh, and then I did that again as well. So I did that twice. And then I started to, uh, I started to do cold showers every morning. So I, what I'll do is I'll have a cold shower well, every day for wow. 21 days. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then that turned into um, swimming in the sea in the, in the Scottish winter every day. Well, that's that's uh, almost when it's almost ice, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was like ice. Yeah, it was like liquid ice. I did it. I managed it for 18 days, actually. I didn't do 21 days, sadly. Uh, on the 18th, uh, well, not the 18th day, but the 19th day, um, yeah. Well, to do try and do the nineteenth day, I had a work thing come up, and it just basically it kind of it wasn't really the work thing that stopped me. I stopped myself, yeah. But it was an excuse for me to stop. You see, so I kind of took the excuse. It was really quite tough because it wasn't just swimming in the sea. I had to cycle out to the beach first, which was seven miles away. Wow. So I mean, that's not that's not a far ride. You know, that's that's a that's a you know forty minute ride or whatever. Yeah. But um. When you ride there in the cold, you know, like it's fine. And then I went and did a, did some breathing. I was using the uh, Wim Hof method, uh, so yeah. I did my breathing, and then I did uh, 100 reps. Um, so I just did like 100 reps. I just did 100 exercises. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like I did uh, like squats, push-ups, jumps, burpees, things like that. Yeah. Just just adding up to 100 reps, and then I would go in the seat with my uh, just my shorts, no 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 gear, nothing, just me. Yeah barefoot in the sea uh it was like sometimes the temperature was uh five degrees sometimes it was minus five degrees you know what i mean so it depends yeah. Yeah. um so yeah then i did that i just did that every day but the thing is it was riding back was very tough because That's when i cycled back uh, my body was already very cold from the sea yeah yeah and yeah. because i was outside i didn't have anywhere to change inside so I had to kind of dry and change yeah. in the cold weather after being in cold sea, just in my, in my shorts. Yeah, yeah. So my body was going into like a hypothermic state pretty soon. Wow. So then I had to cycle home. So the way wow. I heated my body up was, is I had to cycle really hard. How so, many kilometers was, 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 was getting home? How, how long was yeah, it? Yeah, that's the same. It was seven miles back home as well, but... I would really, really push it wow. to try and heat my body up. There was actually one time where I didn't, I couldn't heat up, so I had to stop. Um, and lucky enough, I stopped at a calf, 
And thing is as well, like, um, you know, your feet are frozen, your fingers are frozen. So I was trying to lock my bike up. My hands were frozen. Uh, my feet were frozen. I couldn't feel my feet or my hands. My body was really, really like starting to feel the effects of the cold. Yeah. Um, and I went into this coffee, coffee house. Thing is, I had a copper vessel as well. The copper vessel was brilliant. I used to heat, uh, boil, put boiling water in it. The copper vessels from, uh, from India, actually. I should have got it back there. It's, it's my lifesaver. Okay. And what I would do is I'd pour, I'd put hot water, hot water in there, wrap it in a towel, put it in my bag. So when I finished the swim, I at least had that hot water, you know? Yeah. But the only problem with that was, is because of the heat, the heat made the uh, lid expand. Ah, okay. So then I couldn't take the lid off. Wow. So yeah, this became a big problem because I couldn't drink the water. So all I had it, I just had it so I could put, uh, hold it against my feet, hold it against my hands because I couldn't drink it because it already expanded too much. You see. Wow. Um, yeah. So I had to go to this coffee shop because I didn't have anything to drink. Obviously, the copper vessel was uh, swollen, so it didn't open. And I went in. I just sat down. And I was like shaking and everything, and I just drank three black coffees one after the other, um, and mm. sat there for a while. And then let my body heat up a little bit and then rode home. So, yeah, there were some days that I was, uh, it was tough. Actually, most days it was pretty tough to do that. Uh, I definitely would like to just start doing that again. But at the moment, I'm so busy with everything else. I'm like really in a kind of doing mode rather than a being mode, which is a bit of a shame. But um, I'm sure like I'll get out of it soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge step, man. What was your mindset in all this? I mean, this, not a normal person would do that. You know, I mean, I would not think about that you know that's that's a huge thing to do what was your mindset what's made you do this like you know 21 days what was the 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 drive um, i don't really know to be honest i really i don't know charles i really don't know why i the reason why i started doing videos in the first place was purely on the basis that i was actually um fearful of sharing uh, myself uh because i thing is i was I was a people pleaser, Charles, you know, like I used to please people. Sounds so like me. Yeah, well, I would, do, <laughs> I would do what other people, what pleased other thing. people. Yeah, I would do what uh, pleased other people, okay? Yeah. So, uh, and I did this for a long time. I didn't realize I was doing it. Hmm. I wasn't aware. I was like that, you know, like I just thought, you know, it's better to please other people. It saves the problems. It saves confrontation, all this kind of thing, right? Yes. For yes. many years I was like this, yeah? Anyway, so, and that came, that, that, that put a, a fear into me though, you know, a fear that yeah. if I shared anything, it might offend someone. Ah. Do you know what I mean? Or if I yeah. shared anything, then someone would judge me. They would say, oh yeah, Gav, we didn't realize that you believed in that. We thought you believed in this because one day maybe I said to them that, yeah, uh, I totally agree with you. When I didn't really agree with them. I just wanted, I just couldn't be bothered going into mm -hmm. some sort of massive debate, you know? So oh, me, videos for me was like me opening up. I really just spoke about myself. You know what I mean? I really just yes. focused on my experiences and how I was feeling that time. And, and I, I grew very quickly in confidence actually doing it. I must admit, I really did. But still, to this day, um, I'm not saying that I'm in any way fearful of the camera or I don't mind saying my piece, speaking my mind, all these kind of things. Hmm. But still, still to this day, um, I believe that there is more in me uh, to come out. There's more authenticity that needs to be seen. Um, and I'm being completely honest with you, Charles, and, and this is what I yeah, believe yeah. in myself. Um, I still think I'm holding back a little bit. Yeah. Even, even now, you know, after a year of, of doing these videos. And I think actually a year is not a long time anyway. You know, I mean, year is still a, is still a small amount of time. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm, I, that's what I believe. I believe these videos now uh, after yeah. doing so many uh, that they are a it's a great tool um the videos are great tools for practicing authenticity mm. do you know what i mean to practice that authenticity um you know it changes you completely people wow. believe that they are authentic right sometimes yeah they, you know what i mean because they convince themselves because a good liar has to fool themselves before they can fool others <laughs> you're right i like that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, good last, good fool himself. That's that. Yeah. That's that's right on, right on, right on. Yeah, I like um, that. That's true. Oh so, yeah. So it's like a game not... of life, you know, a game of lying, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, no, this is what I'm trying to say is um, practice. It's a practice to practice, yes. to be authentic, especially on camera. Because I don't, you know, I, I think people, um, usually their intentions are to be authentic in real life, you know, in normal human interaction. Mm. But even then, I would question a lot of people in the way they are when they're with other people. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, the way that they change depending on what uh, social circle they're in, you know, like, yeah. Uh, so say they're with work colleagues, they probably won't be the same with work colleagues that they are with their best pal that they've grown up mm. with or someone that they really trust, someone that they've, they've got this bond where you can just say whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Nothing's going to go anywhere else. Do you know what I mean? So there is a different sort of, um, we play different characters, different roles, mm. I believe. You know what I mean? And, and I'm, yeah. I've heard this before myself, so I'm not saying that I've actually like even um, suddenly just come up with this because I've heard other people say it, that we all, all are all more than likely playing a role in our life at certain points yes. in time. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. W one other thing I want to ask is, how do you, what kind of a world would be if everybody would be like, you know, you're saying that there's always a hidden thing you know behind uh, behind everyone yeah. you know what if we will all open up and be yeah. so authentic that we can be real in what we do what kind of a world could that what what could you imagine it would i i, I don't know the thing is for it to, it's really hard to say because it's not like that now right yeah <laughs> so that's that, that's the only problem it's hard to say because if everyone was like that from the beginning real yes yeah that that's a different question right so if everyone was like that from the very beginning so that we didn't know what it was like to lie we didn't understand lies we just all just spoke hmm. exactly what was in our conscious yes. mind um to be honest i really believe that we we were like that at one point i think we were once like that i think hmm. a long 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 a long time ago hmm. that we were connected Yes. Uh, in consciousness. And we couldn't lie because it wasn't something, and it wasn't the fact that we couldn't lie. We just didn't have to lie. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because we all yes. knew where, who we were. We knew yeah. where we were. We knew why we were there. We yeah. knew what we were doing when we were there. And we knew, we just knew how to be. And we can know also how others are in the real Exactly. Sense, right? yeah, 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 exactly. So, and I think, yeah, everything would be really, easy to assess right <laughs> that's what i'm saying so i do believe that we were once upon a time we were extremely authentic and i think something happened along the line and yes um we started to realize that we could be we could deceive in order to gain um yeah. more than others you know what i mean yes uh, yes how that seed was planted i have no idea i don't even know exact i don't even know if it's actually really true what i'm saying what i'm saying is i just believe that 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 was the case yeah. once upon a time because we are connected. You can see in uh, just right. in our little group uh, how connected we are. Um, you know what I mean? When, when we come onto a level of compassion, you yeah. know, heartfelt compassion, uh, we connect, you know, we all, we all mm. sing the same song. Um, it's only when we start to run with our egoic mind too much, yeah. Yeah. we start to steer away from that. And then we start to, we'd start to use other methods in order to gain, you know what I mean? So, yeah. And, and I tell you the most, uh, there's, there's good people out there. There's, there's that still deceive. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's good people out there that are still using tactics in order like manipulation, um, hmm. in order to get, get by, you know, to succeed. Do you know what I'm saying? Hmm. But I don't think that we have to be like, we'd be like that to succeed. Uh, I think if we are clever enough, Mm. Actually, if we use our uh, you know intelligence more, then I think we can actually in the right way, right? Yeah. Watch other people grow. Um, if we were to put ourselves second, not in the sense of like how we live, but in in the sense of growth, if we were to watch, you know, help assist other people grow, mm -hmm. um, I believe that would be a much more powerful way of living our lives than mm -hmm. if we were to just try and grow ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So. Um, so what I'm saying is we shouldn't step on people to get up on, mm. up the ladder. We should actually, what we should do is we should actually be pushing people up the ladder. That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? Yes. Yes. Um, and I think because once we've done yeah, yeah, that, yeah. just think about what welcome we're going to get at the top of that ladder. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because when we're ready to climb that ladder after all the people we've pushed up, yeah. when we're ready to climb every run and get to the top, everyone's going to look at us and go, that's the guy that pushed us to the top of this ladder. How, how are they going to feel about us? Exactly. <laughs> even though we make it, you know what I mean? You know, and even though we put ourselves yeah. last, right? We are first. We came first. Yeah. Because we put ourselves last, we became first. It's in mm. the Bible. It even says that. Yeah, Exactly. It says that exact. Uh, it says them exact words. I mean, you can interpret the Bible wherever you want. The Bible is mm -hmm. extremely um, amazing, powerful book. It is the most powerful book on our planet. It is. Know of, right. So uh, I'm not a Christian or anything like I told you before. I said I'm mm. a don't knowist. I am a don't knowist. I have no idea what yeah. is going to happen to me when um, when my body is over with. You know, when it's done. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do believe that we have an infinite energy. Um, but where that energy goes, who who is control of it is another thing. But I think it's an intelligent energy as well. So I think mm. we've got a huge amount more intelligence that we are allowed to have on this, on this earth. Um, mm. But we can gain a hell of a lot more mm. if we, if we really look deep, if we go deep into ourselves and if we can contact the part of the body that actually grows us in the first place, you know, the part that turns food into flesh and, you know, the part that keeps our heart beating and the part that keeps our blood pressure at the right rate. If we can tune yeah. into that, you know, even if we could tune in, tune into ten percent of that, I think we'd be laughing all the way to the, uh, to the wisdom bank. The way. Yes, yeah. I, I hear people saying like uh, the a normal person uses like is it four percent of uh, of our capability actually of our potential or our. Brain. Yeah, I mean that's another but thing, it, Charles, as well as statistics. It's um, people throw statistics at things, right? Yeah. The problem is. It, the real fact of the matter is we really don't know. I mean, there might be scientists out there that can actually look at um, neurological kind of like maps on brains and things like that and actually work out the timings and electrical impulses and all that kind of mm. stuff. The area of the brain that lights up and the certain uh, circumstances, um, you know, using parts of the brain that for mathematics, using another part for art, using other parts for, um, I don't know, worrying about stuff, whatever it is. So I'm not a neurosurgeon. I'm not a neuroscientist. I've no idea about the brain, to be honest with you. Mm. All I know about is me. You know what I mean? I know me, but even then, the relationship with myself is changing all the time as well. Mm. Um, I don't know if I've, I've said this to you before, but um, I believe that the present moment, as we talk about all the time now, it's kind of a big, it's kind of a fashionable thing to talk about. It's the present moment. Uh, I don't think the present moment is what people say it is where we are just in this moment. That's it. It's not. I think the present moment is ever changing. It's basically what it is. Mm. The present moment is the acceptance of change. Simple mm. as that. That's what I believe. Right. Mm -hmm. So but also the present moment yeah. is like what you know in that moment as well. So what you know in that moment, what you don't know in that moment is what matters. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like what I'm saying is you could look as far as to say people, people come to me quite a lot now, especially doing this habit stuff is they say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. going to make a two year plan. I'm going to do that, which is great. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. What, what you've got to understand is man, a two year plan is good on paper. That's it. That's right. You know what I mean, Because you know what your, your real plan should be in that day. Your plan mm. should be in that moment. Your plan should be right. Okay. Do stuff now. Start actually mm. really, you've done your plan. You should spend five minutes on a five year plan. Because mm -hmm. you should be spending 15 hours on your day plan because you should be li living the plan as you go along. That's right. You know what I mean? So, that's right. yeah, anyway, that's, I don't know if I've got a point, point there, but that for yeah. me, um, that's the way I look at things. And I'm just saying, when you're asking about the brain and percentages and all that kind of stuff, um, what I won't do um, is tell you what I don't know um, because it would be silly for a start. Um, <laughs> But also as well, I can't tell you even what I'm going to be doing in a, in a week's time. I don't have no idea. I could literally finish this. I could sleep tonight and die. I could literally not hmm. um, be alive tomorrow morning. You know what I mean? Ever, this could be the last interview I ever have. You know, so that's the way I look at life is the fact is hmm. every moment that comes to you is just pretty much a challenge. That's Do you know right. what I mean? It's always a challenge. Getting out of bed is a challenge, right? Hmm. It is. It's a challenge. Okay. It's up for some people. It's easy, but it became, it was a challenge at, at some point in your life. Trust me. The most night, you know, I'm not even going to say a percentage there, but I was just about to, but most people will find that getting out of bed is a challenge. Okay. Getting ready into your stuff is a challenge. Make it doing the dishes. If you didn't do them last night is a challenge. Go get in a shower is a challenge. Having a shave is a challenge, right? Um, so for yeah, me, getting a short shower, it's a challenge, you know, 
Oh, having a coach is a, in the sea, you know, swimming in the in almost ice water. That's 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 a, that's a huge challenge. Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm talking about the simple things in life are challenges. Like so okay. this is what yeah. I'm trying to say. So what I mean by that is is we should really stop worrying about what we're going to do in a year's time, mm -hmm. even in like six months' time. We should stop telling ourselves we're going to achieve all these things, right? Mm -hmm. And we should start bloody achieving them. Mm -hmm. Like in that day, in that moment, do you know what I mean? Like yes. doing the things that we need to do in order to develop. Because even though we can't see the future, we can, we can definitely work for it. Hmm. We can definitely do some stuff to change it. Because the last thing you want to tell your future self, right? And yeah. in say a year's time, you meet your future self. And all you did every day was plan up to that point. You never got anything done because you're planning all the time. The future self would be like, what the hell? You've just really just wrote loads of That's crappy planning. Plans. Or, uh, yeah. Your plans have got me nowhere. Literally, your plans have got me to, in, into this habit of planning everything to not do it. Mm. So you end up planning to procrastinate. That's basically what you're doing. Mm. Um, again, I'm not talking about every, you know, people say you should have a plan. You know, you should have a yeah. plan. Yeah, that's fair enough. But a plan should only take you a very, very small amount of time. You should look at it in black and white and go with the plan. Because if you keep on making plans for plans for plans, then literally that's what you're doing. You're procrastinating in order to avoid what it is you really want to do by making mm -hmm. plans and dreaming about it. So that means you're projecting. You're projecting into the future about what you really want you're not concentrating on what you're actually on the effort. You're not concentrating on the effort to get there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Which, which yeah. you know, like the planning is not a, does not take like like hours or, or days to just plan. You know, most of most of your 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 time should be actually putting some efforts there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to yeah. get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's balance it actually is like focus on one hmm. thing, right? One yes, one thing that you're good at, right? Yes. And Focus on that, but master it. Be the master of it. Spend five years mastering it. Hmm. Okay, so the next five years, just do one thing for five years. Imagine if you did yeah, that. Yeah. Not many people do that. There's about, there's very few people that actually sit there for five years and just do one thing and master that one thing. Like he mastered the art of talking. He, he mastered yeah, the art yeah. of motivational speaking, of, of big, building people up with his words. Because when he was uh, very young, he was, um, he was told he was, um, mentally retarded. Hmm. You know what I mean? But it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't mentally retarded. It's just, he wasn't allowed to speak enough in order to hmm. be able to communicate. He wasn't That's allowed right to say, right. he was, you know, his confidence was knocked. And hmm. then he, one day he, he had a teacher that told him to get on stage and speak. And he was petrified. He said, I can't oh. do this. And he said, you will do this. After studying for so long. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he basically was at school, but he was very quiet. So he went on stage and he made a right mess of it. And then he was came, he came off crying and all this kind of stuff. And then like, basically he, um, I mean, I'm not probably not giving, doing the story justice. He tells it much better, but anyway, the teacher caught up with him and they said to him, look, this, that, and the other, he said, look, at the end of the day, you can do it again. Hmm. So he did it again and he did it again. And then he did it every bloody day for years and years and years. And he was a DJ and now he's, he's a big speaker and he's huge. Wow. I mean, the guy's absolutely huge. He's one of the most successful people on the planet. So, um, and this came from just doing one thing and concentrating on it and not stop it planning, like hmm. stop procrastinating and avoid, you know, yeah. what I'm saying, I mean, I've, I'm one for talking, right. Cause I've done, I've started many things and hmm. not start not finish them, you know, but I'm not dead yet. So I can, I still can still do them, but I am concentrating on one thing and I have been doing this for a year now, these videos, right. And I'm going to keep on concentrating and I'm going to master the art of talking on camera on live videos on uh on live marketing live media marketing mm. i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna be doing for the next 50 years do you know what i mean however many years i've got left do you know what i mean i'm gonna keep on doing that i'm gonna master the art of communication through video um and whatever else comes up in the future whatever we evolve to you know mm. and that's like i said the, I mean, I'm, and i'm giving you like something i'm projecting it in the future here but actually man what i'm saying is, is i'm doing that now every day do you know yeah. what i mean so that's you, what you, you're reminding me of, uh, you know, Bruce Lee. Somebody said about a, a, a quote from Bruce Lee. He yeah. said, you know, the, the Bruce Lee, the, the, the Kung Fu man. Yeah, yeah, the most guy. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, he, big, said, he, he, he said, I, I can't really recall the whole quote, how it was laid up. But it, what the, the, the sense was, he's not afraid of a person who is, um, uh, who, who knows a lot of tactics, like these kung fu tactics. 
he's afraid of one who has mastered just one yeah 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 and that person that's right exactly master just one piece of of absolutely absolutely you know, yeah that's exactly why i'm employed yeah because what the reason why as well the reason why i picked what i'm doing right and the reason why i'm doing it it could be i could come back to that especially with live tribe and american real and stuff like that um it is purely down to the basis of simplicity mm-hmm. it's a very simple thing to do you know what i mean i find it very simple to just switch my phone on go live yeah. talk you know what i mean it's very easy how was it in the the, the first one uh, gab yeah it was it was, how, um, how was like you know now where you are now if you can remind yourself the very first difficult video when i first just the start the start of it yeah what, what I, started, i first started doing videos in 2010 right this is when i okay. first started talking wow. in front of the camera i couldn't talk i found it very very difficult i was like literally choked up my throat would just hmm. just literally clamp up so my vocal cords wouldn't work properly because i, I couldn't do it. i'd resist it you know because you uh, were kind of shattered Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I was just so yeah, yeah. self-conscious about the camera and what the camera would be look like and all this kind of stuff. I just Yeah, so that I didn't go to, that didn't go too well. What I was good was that I did I was good at doing exercises and because I was a personal trainer, so I used to do exercises in front of camera though. So I did a lot of videos with yeah, fitness yeah. stuff, you know. Hmm. When it came to doing the video last year, it wasn't that bad, but I did go it was obviously quite you know, I was quite I still felt that resistance. Yeah. I still felt that stage fright. Um, so I still found it, but I just, what I did is I didn't allow that thought into my head to stop. Mm. So I just kept on doing it every day. I just turn up. I thought all I've got to do is press, like, all I used to tell, tell myself is mm. all I have to do is go live or all I have to do is press record. That's right. I don't have to do anything else. Everything else after that, it doesn't matter what I say. Do you know what I mean? Because my, the yeah. challenge for me was just to grip press record or just go live. That was it. Mm. So I mean, the rest of it was irrelevant. The rest of what I said was irrelevant because it really is because even though some of what i said was cool but some of it was rubbish do you know what i mean some of it was just whatever you know some of it yeah. was i was talking about absolute whatever but it didn't really it meant very little but it was the action of going in and doing it like i always say showing up you know like my my uh, kind of greeting or whatever they call it the, the start mm. of a video is uh, gav call us showing up and showing off Mm. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm showing up. Because the first thing I do is show up. And the next thing I do is I show off. All right. You know what I mean? It's all with the buttons, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's exactly. pressing one and two. The second one is a show off. The, the first one is a show on, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The first one show up. The next one show off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's exactly how the cycles are laid out as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, that's, that's it really. I mean, I'm... Uh, I'm very I'm very privileged to be um a person that is able to do what I'm doing and be noticed for it. Yeah. Let's come back again to authenticity. You know there's a a a, a bible verse which is like treat others as you would them do unto you do unto others as you would mm. them do unto you. And then uh, 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 Richard Bronson laid up his kind of quote for for his business he said if you treat your your people i mean your 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 employees well they will treat your customers well so yeah, yeah. what do you think about that what is your um yeah i mean definitely i agree i mean geez you can't you can't argue with authenticity that. yeah You can't argue with Richard Branson either. Um, he's, a, you know, he's a success for a reason. But I mean, yeah, the way he's done things, he, I think he seems like a really nice guy. And that definitely is. If you look after your employees, of course, yeah. I mean, it makes absolute sense. If you treat your um, employees with absolute respect, then yeah. they're only going to reflect that in how they do their job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you treat them like rubbish, like shit, then basically, yeah, you're going to, they're going to speak that they'll treat their customers like it. You see it in service all the time. You see it in, yes. yeah. in restaurants, you see it, see it in supermarkets, you see it in public transport, you see it everywhere. You see people very, very unhappy with what they're doing. Mm. They're unhappy in their life. I mean, generally I think a lot of unhappiness is due to, due to the, the jobs they're doing because mm. most people spend, um, you know, like most of their life at work. You know what I mean? Like, 
because they've got to sleep. So you think about it. If someone does, if someone does an eight-hour day, then that leaves them, what? That leaves them about five or six hours after they finish work. But then some people have got to commute. So some people have only got about four hours left before they have to go to sleep, and then they wake up and they'll go to work again. Do you know what I mean? So and they'll then they spend. Have- they have they'll a television also to look at. They'll yeah. spend four hours with the family. An hour of that will be eating. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, like, uh, also be like another 30 minutes of that would be getting ready, you know, getting showered, getting sat down, getting relaxed. Once they've eaten, they're sat down. Hmm. And then they might watch some TV and all this kind of stuff. I don't have a TV personally. I mainly work. That's all I do is work. Um, but I work on me. I work on my self-development hmm. 90% of the time. 10% of the time I'll do work. Like, oh, I've got a job, but I make sure that 90% of my time is spent on <laughs> self-development. You know what I mean? Me building up my brand and my, myself and my business. And now with American Real, um, building that up with uh, Roger. Um, but yeah, um, it's, I mean, I, I'm probably, I'm probably uh, you know, repeating what other people are saying, but at the end of the day, I do believe that it's a lot of responsibility for unhappiness is due to the industries and due to the employers um of of folk you know what i mean and i'm not saying it's their fault in 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 every sense because some people are unhappy just because they're unhappy you know they choose to be Hmm. but um i do think that employers could really make a massive impact on people's mental health if they were to treat this staff better Hmm. huge Hmm. impact that would have on mental health because if people are happy going to work then geez that means they're happy like 60 percent of their day or 70 percent of their day Hmm. You know what I mean? Also as well, the working week as well, like two days off. Some people have one day off, you know, that's for a job they don't like. You know, if you're spending six days a week in that job you hate hmm. and that job is eight hours and then you've got to spend two hours commuting in a car that you hate and on, on a road that you hate. Yeah. And then you go home to a wife that you hate. Then what have you got left in your life? That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not good, man. That's really, yeah. really sad. That's extremely sad. And that's, that's what I would call hell, basically. Yeah. For me yeah. personally, that would be hell. I mean, there's a lot of places on earth which are uh, particularly not nice to live. Um, obviously, we know that. But the fact is, the worst place to live is your mind when you hate everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. What, what, can I ask you one more thing? What was your, like, in your life, in your, you know, you know, move with like what was like your lowest point and what made you actually to 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 get out of that what 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 happened my lowest point um and how did you get out of that it could be i mean it could be when i split up with my wife um sorry it could be when i split up my wife Okay, yeah. I don't think it was actually to do with split up. The, the, the actual, where I went like so low, like to break down level, it wasn't to do with the splitting up my wife. It was more the fact of me becoming self-aware hmm. completely of what an absolute mess I've made of my life. Becoming aware of that was, was really, it destroyed me completely at that point in time. Um, it was really bad. I mean, that was like real, real bad. Um, is that to do with like, you know, we were talking about authenticity and being real. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. uh, Not a man pleaser, uh, being really, uh, authentic yourself. I mean, was that, you think that that has something to do with what was going on in your life at that time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was. It was down to it was down to the fact, yeah, I made really, really bad choices too quickly. Mm. I was extremely impulsive, and I ended up in a situation again mm. through um, pleasing other people, um, and I ended up in a yeah in a place where I shouldn't have been. And I left that place because uh, to, to, I was just I was not doing well in that place, and I felt very out of place in that place. If you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Um, I, I come back to because I was in Glasgow. I come over back into Edinburgh. And uh, yeah, it just hit me like a wall. And then my uh, ex-wife, then she said to me, uh, "Yeah, we're not together. We're not going to be together now. This is this is it." But she emailed me this year, and anyway, so I'm like, oh, "Oh, geez, you know what I mean? This is just like this is the worst thing, you know?" Because hmm. it was just I was feeling bad already, but this was just you know that was the kind of cherry on the cake. 
I was homeless as well. For, like after that point, I was homeless for a year. But to be honest mm. with you, that was probably one of my best years, to be honest with you, in the sense of growth. Because mm. uh, I went yeah. from being completely homeless to uh, then starting Sorry, up. I don't know that one. Sorry, that's Alexa, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, yeah. So I went from, uh, I went from, yeah, I went from, so now I'm getting pinged everywhere. Now I'm getting completely distracted. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I went, yeah, I went from homeless all the way up to um, starting my PT, you know, and doing um, Street Gen UK. And, uh, what is that one, the PT? Yeah, yeah, I do my personal training. I was doing. Personal oh training wow! Before. Yes, yes. Anyway, so I went from being completely homeless to then creating Street Gym UK, hmm. um, and really enjoying many years of that. Actually, after that, that was really cool. I started done a good few years of street training. Really, it was basically very, very raw, like Rocky style training. I did. It's street street training. Yeah, Street Gym UK. It's called. Yeah, street training, like working on the streets. So we'd like you know a bit like free running. Okay. Yeah, you run around the streets, you climb walls, you weave rails, you run down steps on wow. your hands. Yeah, it's really cool, man. Very, very cool. Still, we still use it to this day. I still use that. A cousin of mine was doing that, but uh, yeah, I never saw him doing that. I just saw some some mini videos. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, exciting yeah, yeah, yeah. to see. It's very exciting. Well, well, I, well I, the thing is, I don't do the um, acrobatic stuff. I just basically yeah. do fitness-based stuff. So it's very anyone. Okay. It's just running around the. It's just running around the streets. Doing push-ups, jumps, weaves through rails, jumping things, climbing walls, hmm. uh, like doing wall pull-ups and all that kind of stuff. Running up big hills, you know what I mean? Wow. So really, yeah, it's just it's all over the place. It's good, and I and I kind of designed a whole course around Edinburgh um, with oh. this, yeah, which I still to this day have the plan for, uh, which I did, which I've had to use. It takes about two and a half hours to get around the whole course, and it's only about three and a half miles in uh, circumference hmm. so yeah it's quite tough it's like 12 stages to it so does it have to do with the like uh, uh, cycling as well and swimming no no no, no it's all running and fitness okay. and uh, body weight fitness training. ah okay okay yeah yeah and what actually what were like the steps where you i mean what 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 pulled you out of that to where you are now i mean what what happened well for one for one is never ever being scared of trying something new oh yeah yeah taking risks um i'm a minimalist so i have very very little material uh things Hmm. i don't have to run a car i don't pay very much for rent um i um i live on very very little basically you know i I enjoy Hmm. my coffee i don't drink i don't smoke um i'm happy you know i don't have a tv so i don't have a tv license i just have to pay for internet and things like that hmm. i work you know so i can work less on doing actual work and i can work more on myself hmm. you know what i mean so and this seems to be working for me you know I'm, I'm pushing it a little bit because i should really probably be doing more work for money uh but hmm. at the moment i've kind of like got this faith inside of me that everything's gonna be okay and hmm. you know what i mean like i'm gonna just create it's, it's all gonna be cool you know Yes. As Bob Marley said, man, is don't worry, be happy. <laughs> be happy. <laughs> yeah. What is, uh, you know, what, uh, what is your view on happiness and what memories or what is going on which makes you happy or, you know. Right. What makes me happy? Only a little bit. Yeah, what makes me happy? I love well. What makes me feel happiness is creating. Yes. I like creating things. I like seeing stuff being created. Mm. Um, like I've been very happy with the way that Live Tribe has progressed, evolved, and I, I really, I'm really enjoying working with Roger Brooks. Um, and I'm, um, yeah, I'm happy seeing things being created. I think that in our in its simplest form is the human mm. spirit. You know what I mean? Cause, because I think we're all formed. We've been created in some way, whether mm. I, don't, I don't know how we've been created. I'm not saying about God or about uh, mm. the bang or evolution or whatever. I don't, I don't know anything about that. Right. But what I mean is, is somehow we've been created because we are something we've come from something. Mm. So we must be created in some way by someone at some point, you know, whether it be a God or whether it's someone sitting at a desk like us, 
playing a computer game. <laughs> yeah. High tech, you know, in another in another dimension. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But so going back to the point, um, what was the point again? Actually, where did I just go there? I always drift off. I'm terrible for that. How about being happy? Yeah, 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 yeah. So happiness, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd say personally, like uh, happiness is practice. Hmm. Okay, um, but not only that, it's knowing yourself. Hmm. Uh, well, I like that. Like, yeah. like I said, the reason why I was talking about creativity was hmm. uh, we we are happy when we're creating something. That's you know, true. We are happy when something's being created, uh, hmm. like a baby being born. You know, like why are we happy when a baby's born? Because really, if you look at it, you've got to look after that bloody baby for like. Like 20 years, man. That's not, that's not fun. Okay. You're going to have a lot of fun in it. What I mean is, is, you know, like if you look at it really, oh my God, this is going to be a nightmare. Do you know what I mean? But no, we're happy mm. because we've created something. Yes. A human being, you know? Mm. Okay. It's we, always an amazement. The thing is, it is an amazement. The thing is, if you look at it again, though, we didn't really create it because it was created by the super intelligence that is us. Not, that's, yeah. Yeah. Not by us consciously because yeah okay it was done by the energy the intelligent mm -hmm. energy that basically contains us which is yeah, what keeps yeah. us going which drives the vehicle which is in every single cell of our body mm. uh, that's that intelligence is a combination of a huge amount of more intelligence it's all connected mm. um so like but we're happy though you know when we create we're happy when we finish a project we're happy mm. when we uh see an idea turn into mm. real you know, real, uh, something material or whatever. Do you hmm. know what I mean? So I think happiness is built, built around how we create around ourselves, what we create around ourselves. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I That's like what that. I think happiness is. Yeah, like um, because it can't be anything else because the fact is, you know why? Because we don't, if we were to run, if we, if we were to say happiness is a feeling, we would be wrong because you can't always feel happy. Okay. Hmm. You can say it a lot, right? But you can't always hmm. feel happy because sometimes you're going to have a stomachache. Sometimes you're going to feel low hmm. because that's where your energy is, right? Yeah. Sometimes you're going to feel like, you know, you might have a flu or something. Don't tell me that when you've got the flu, like really bad, you're happy. <laughs> Honestly, that's not true. The only thing you could look at though, what you could say to yourself is you're alive. When you've got the yeah. flu, you're alive. Yeah. Because you don't feel more alive than when you're nearly going to die. Do you know what it's I mean? kind of thinking in a positive perspective. Right? Yeah, well, like when I had the flu the last time. Life. Yes. Yeah, when I had flu the last time, it was a, a few weeks ago. It was the first time I've been ill for 20 months. So I don't usually mm. get ill, right? But anyway, I've got the flu and uh, I was laying, I was literally in agony all the way through my body. And I actually said to Jack, right? And I said, Jack, actually, I'm really enjoying this because I feel alive. Mm. Uh, like every cell of my body is in pain and that means I must be really here. Do you know what I mean? I must be really physically here. So yeah, it didn't make me feel like also as well. It made me grateful for when I've got health as well. You know what I mean? It made me grateful yes. for like yes. the times when I'm actually Being well. Grateful. I yes. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't think happiness is the people in your life either. I don't believe that. I don't believe happiness is your children. I don't believe happiness is your wife and girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. I don't believe that because they could die at any minute. Right. So mm. you, t you can't tell me you're happy and then suddenly your child dies or your wife dies or someone dies in your family that suddenly you're not happy, then you were never happy. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. unless you can be happy all the time, even if people die around you, even if you've got the flu, then you're yeah, never yes. ever really, really truly happy. Then that's not what happiness would mean, is it? Happiness, the happiness must be just a choice in the moment. It must be mm -hmm. just a choice we make in that moment. And I think it can be obviously influenced by what we do. It can be influenced by people in our life. It can be influenced by, mm. uh, like I said, creation. It can be influenced by other people's joy. Um, yes. What I mean, but again, remember, even when you, um, if you say you make someone laugh, again, you've created something that's a creation, you've created uh, an emotion in someone else, which is a physical thing because it makes them feel physically good. So, you've actually physically manifested something joyful in someone else's heart, which then makes you happy. So, that's more creation. So, again, happiness being creation. Hmm. I like the way you say that we are, we, we're there's somebody who created us and we are, we are created human beings. Yep. So, uh, when we when we when we better baby, it's like we are co-creating. Yeah. It's it's the 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 energy of the 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 all-knowing, yeah. the all yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so we're well, just we're just like he co-creators, and when we 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 create a baby, there's this joy of saying, "Oh wow, look at that! I I I I was <laughs> part of." 
<laughs> well, look at the start of the Bible. Look at Gemini. Uh, look at look at um, uh, Genesis. Look at Genesis, yes. Charles. Yes. Genesis even says in the Bible there when he creates, he says it was good. Yes. What does he mean by if you translate it? Well, it could mean the same thing as happy. It could mean that yeah. he's really happy with what he did. That's. I think that's. Everyone that's always true. says that, man. It's like oh, I was really happy with that. Mm. I'm really happy with that. We use it all the time. We use that language, but we're not aware that actually that's what happiness really is. Happiness is. Mm. the art of creation it's us creating we're only happy when we're creating something yes that's it and so when we we're, we're what about when we're idle and we don't do anything we don't use our potential yeah, we're not happy we use anything exactly what happens we are unhappy yeah exactly yeah so as well yeah, you look at the look at the world man we're constantly creating mm. things why are we constantly creating things because we want to be happy yeah also we want to create things but what's driving us to create these things happiness what i found out also uh, gav is that uh, you know i i look at people you know you see people like uh, there's some people who are like uh, they cannot even help themselves you know they're like people who are uh, some of them are handicapped some yep. of them are just mentally yep. disabled some of them they just cannot see uh, the light that they can create something or they've been uh, dismantled because they have been discouraged a lot. They went through a lot of sorrows, whatever it is. And then you see that in their life that there's this kind of, uh, uh, you know, it's like a, a cry from inside, like, a, like a, 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 you feel sorry for you or you feel like you, you missed your life. You know, you're, you're just even more deep into sorrow than being happy. Right. Just because, like you were saying, maybe didn't take chance to create something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe you had the, the possibility to do something and you didn't do anything. Now you're seeing yeah, yourself, yeah. I'm doomed. I cannot even do anything now. I'm worse. <laughs> uh, speak, speak to people, right? Honestly, speak to people that um, yeah. are not happy in their job, okay? Mm. Yeah, that's another point. Yeah. Ask, ask them why they're not happy in their job. And usually they'll tell you they're not challenged enough. They're uh -huh. not creating anything. They're not making anything happen. They're not making anything, anything good in the world. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what most people that say they're unhappy mm. are generally because of that, or they're mm. being forced to do something they don't want to do. So mm. it's not only about creation. It's about creating the things that we we're here to create as well. Because not mm. everyone wants to paint paintings. I don't want to paint paintings. Not everybody wants to build ships or mm. build houses or, you know, or whatever or build computers or like but some people are happy there so we all happiness isn't just contained to one single thing it could be just down it could be simple as well like you talk about disabled children there right there's many very very happy disabled children like extremely happy um actually some of them probably more happy than we could even imagine because maybe um and i'm disabled could mean so many different things but what i mean is is if you were to say someone that's um extremely handicapped and not able to uh, do function yeah. and do normal things. But you'll find that these, these uh, people are happy when they're creating again. Though. Hmm. Because a lot of the uh, places where people with mental, especially mentally handicapped people, they'll usually give them something to do like paint or hmm. play, you know, like when they're, because they're creating again, it's all that part of creation that our spirit That's is right. constantly wanting to create. Because we are yes. creators, we're creating yes. ourselves. Yes. I believe. I believe what's happening is, is we're creating ourselves again through that's, the that's, medium that's, of that's, uh, that's computer. True. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. I think we. What we're doing is we're actually going. We're evolving to actually mm. create this again. Mm. And I think this might be a product of mm. um, a a race way before us. Mm. I think that this what we've got here yeah. is just another product of creation. Through that, I think we've, we're going around in circles. Maybe. That's, what's, that's what this is all about. You know, this is just a very complex uh, creation, which has been taken many, many, many years. Thousands of years, maybe. I don't know. I'm just, it's just a thought. Because if we're constantly creating all the time, then where's it? it's never going to end. We're always going to be creating something. And obviously, the thing is, though, you've got the people that create stuff for the bad, and then you've got people that create stuff for the good as well. You know what I mean? It's, 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 yeah, it's always like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind yeah. of a war and who wins that, you know what I mean? But trouble is, bombs um, seem to do a lot more damage than um, protests. Do you know what I mean? That's true. 
<laughs> the problem is, if you get a good enough protest, then it could stop the bomb. You know what I mean? So I suppose yeah, yeah, time, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe actually the protest is stronger than the bomb. You know, but like at the end of the day, if the bomb lands on the protest, then definitely the bomb's going to win. On <laughs> protest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I don't know where I went there, or where I was going, but you know what I mean. Anyway, so yeah, that, my answer to your question there, happiness is, um, I think, based around the fact that uh, of us yeah, of our yeah. need to create. And if we're not creating, then we're not happy. That's that's right. It, there's there's a, I actually saw this gap. You know, I was uh, there's a, a, a kind of an institute, you know, in in, in Switzerland. I'm in Switzerland, and so there there were um, some people who are like disabled, yeah, you know, for some sort mentally and things like that. And uh -huh. they were teaching them to create something, you know, just to 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 make something. Yeah, you know, whether with wood or with the with metals and things like that, yeah. you know, just, you know, and when they create something, they, they put something together to a thing. <laughs> the amount of joy I've seen on those people, I tell you, yeah. it's like a whole day, you know, he looks yeah. at the thing and he, he loves, <laughs> you know, you can see the joy bubbling from inside, you know, yeah, he looks at that yeah. thing, I made a thing, you know, telling his, his whole, <laughs> Mate, absolutely yeah of course what did. you know what yeah, i mean yeah exactly it doesn't isn't ah, that proof enough yes it's all about happiness i tell you what charles we'll go back to happiness again yeah is look yeah. at the look at children exactly um, and if you want to know anything about any human being if you want to know anything about um adults at all then you need to look at kids you need, you need to look yeah. at children's uh behavior and they, they're that's true you know what I mean? Because they are um, as close, they're closer to the um, divine intelligence. To the original, yes. Are. To a default, I would think. Yes. No, yes I God. believe that they are closer to the divine than we yes. are. They've only just came from the divine. Absolutely. We have been, we're very, very separate from the divine. We're actually, mm. we're, we're moving further away from the divine every mm. single day because we're becoming yeah. more and more human and less being. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah. So look at children wow. because children give a lot of answers to uh, very spiritual questions, but not in the way that we want the answers. That's the only problem. When we listen to children, we don't listen to them properly. We yeah. listen to them as adults. Yeah. You've got to listen to a child as a child. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because if you listen to them as an adult, it doesn't make any sense. As yeah. most, uh, what, most wise text doesn't make any sense to most people. You know why? Again, because yeah. they're so distant, because they've become too... Uh, logically minded, too an analytical, uh, exactly. too, uh, too unforgiving, too closed minded. Yeah. They're literally just robots. You know, the more, mm. the older we get, I mean, I'm not saying that this happens to everyone because some people are extremely um, gifted mm. and wise and, and spiritual, but see what they have to do to be like that though. They have to go through a lot of um, deep soul searching in order to be like that. You know, if you mm. don't do, if you don't take the time to check yeah. out what's going on in this body, I, don't, I wouldn't say waste too much time on it because at the end of the day, we've only got a limited amount of time. If you spend all your time trying to look inside, then you might miss everything that's going on outside as well. You're so right. Balance, you know what I mean? And also as well, just really, you know what the key is? I think the key to everything, I listened to Eckhart Tolle for a month solid, um, uh, his book. Who's uh, that? Eckhart Tolle is a, is a great um, spiritual teacher. Oh, um, Eckhart. I think yeah, Eckhart, Eckhart what a minute now. I have a, Actually, I think. Oh, this is Charles. Ah, that's Charles, honey. Yeah, I, I could. Oh, the master key system. Yeah, yeah, the master key system. I, I think I do know about yeah, it. Heard of this one? I've heard of that. I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I could totally. Yeah, that, that, that's 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 uh, Yeah, he's a spiritual teacher, but he um mm -hmm. he I listened to his book on Audible for like a month. So I didn't watch any TV. I didn't look at any YouTube. I didn't do any social media. I didn't nothing. I mm -hmm. literally just listened to that on repeat over and over yeah, again yeah. for a month. Right, yeah. Because I wanted it, I wanted it to be a part of me. I wanted to understand that book completely. The reason being is because he talks so much about the present moment. He doesn't just talk oh, about yeah. the present. He doesn't just talk about the present moment. He uh, he talks about the understanding of the moment, but also the acceptance mm. in the moment as well. It's just accepting okay. everything, yeah, as it is. You know what I mean? And as hard as that is for us to understand, it's so important to just accept it is. as it is. No matter what choice you've made, mm -hmm. no matter what is being said to you, just accept the present moment for what it is and really just deeply accept it. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Don't get angry about what's happened because it's gone. It, it, mm. You can't go back. And that's a fact, right? Yes. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. start getting worried about what's going to happen in the future because it's not going to happen in the future. It's going to happen in the present moment. Because even if it isn't the future, it's got to happen in the present moment. It can't happen in the future. So there's no point in sitting there worrying about something that hasn't happened. And he talks about pain and all that kind of stuff. Pain is present moment felt, not future felt. So there's no need to be, be scared about something that's going to hurt you in the future. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is like, you know, like if you go to the worst part of going into a, a fight, isn't the fight itself because the fight you're protected in a fight by the, um, by the, by the amazing intelligence that's in our body, which is adrenaline, adrenaline and, um, and other, other stuff that goes on. You know what I mean? So which gives us more energy. But also as well, but also, we also, we also find that we don't feel pain either. You know what I mean? In this moment. But the thing is, people don't see that. What they do is they just see what they've been watching on TV, what, they've been, what they know about in their head. Oh my God, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt. That, that on its own is enough to put people into such a state of fear and anxiety. They can actually pass out before they've even been hit. Wow. Do you know what I mean? You can actually yeah. scare an animal to death. <laughs> without, yeah. Without touching yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can actually scare an animal and it will die from fear hmm. it's unbelievable that's what i mean powerful. the power that's of fear yeah, exactly yeah well imagine the power of fear but imagine the power of the absence of fear yes. so think about it that way because the, there are the only the only power we have really against fear is the absence of it exactly we don't have any fear we don't have any power over it because if we start to accept the fact that the fear is there then we'd have no power over it it's only when we accept that it doesn't exist that there is no fear then we have complete power because wow, we have, it's awesome. only the, it's only the absence of the fear. Yes. So it's absence yeah. of fear, which is what we should be really focusing on and acceptance in the moment. So there is no, there's nothing to be scared of in the moment, no matter where you are really, not really. Okay. Fair enough. You could be in a, in a, a prison in the United States where they literally, the people in there, you know I mean? It's savage what's happening in there. You know what I mean? In these yeah. prisons, it's such a shame, you know, to see people being treated like that. And then they're passing it on to the inmate. You know what I mean? It's horrific, right? Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world, not just there. But what I'm saying is, obviously, there's places where um, it's extremely dangerous. You know, just going to the shop, you could be killed if there is a shop. You know, just walking down to, the, to, to meet your cousin or something, you could be killed. Um, you know, like these kind of places, right? Yeah. There's yeah. people as well. There's people that are literally prisoners in their own home because they're being threatened by other families in the same area. So you can yeah. see how powerful fear is in this case, right? Yeah. But then you hear stories about people that have overcome fear in these places and they've not actually, they've actually thrived in these places. Yeah. Right. Like some, there's like, so you've got one person who lives in fear under his bed, literally, literally shaking, nothing. Yeah. never sleeping, just not eating, literally going through fevers and all this kind of stuff, which are brought on purely by fear. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, but then yeah. you've got someone that's just, just literally two, step, two uh, steps down the road. He's the same build as the guy. He's the same, got the same abilities and all that kind of stuff, but he has no fear. Oh. He's got no yeah. fear whatsoever. So he doesn't care. He's like, right, if you get, go on then, kill me. What are you going to do? I don't care. I'm not scared of death. I have no fear in me whatsoever. Someone like that is probably never going to be touched because everyone's going to think, yeah. well, this guy's got some, there's something about this guy. Okay, yeah. I mean, in, in extremely dangerous circumstances, he might end up killed, but at the end of the day, I think someone like that wouldn't be there long either because he'd have the sense to go, this isn't the right place for me to be. I need to work on a way out of here. So I've got, if I've got no fear, I'm not going to stand still in my house. I'm going to go and find out exactly how I can survive. Do you know what I mean? That's true. But the problem yeah. is, thing is, but not only fear, could fear can not only um, cause you to be in extreme um, high stress, it can also contain you. So it keeps you where you are. So it keeps you in the fear. So basically you get people that are so scared, they can't actually leave the place where they're scared. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Absolutely. they've got so much yeah. fear. Yeah. They can't actually that. So they end up stuck in that fear, stuck in that environment, hmm. purely on the basis of fear. When you got the guy that wasn't scared at all, exactly the same, but he just went like this. What the hell am I hanging around here for? This place is a bloody war zone. I've got the fuck out of here, man. This is ridiculous. I want to live. Do you know what I mean? So the difference, yeah. the difference in them. And it's, I'm just saying like at the end of the day, the most powerful power, we, the most powerful, um, tool we have in life i think is the absence of fear exactly courage yeah, yeah absolutely courage yeah I mean, that's, that's yeah. the absence exactly. of fear courage yes exactly 
Wow. So, yeah. Imagine if we would uh, channel our energies into things like that, you know, courage, you know, uh, fearless, like you're saying, you know, hope, yep. you know, and yeah. we put this into creative, into creating whatever we want to create. We create that thing without any fear, you know, with yep. courage and hope. You know, that yeah, thing yeah. well. I've heard like you were like just like you're saying, Gab, I've heard like people saying he was one person was being asked a very successful guy. They say, How did you uh, you seem to have been very fortunate? You know, you were like a lucky guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> how did you get all this luck of being, you know, you went through like through thin walls, you know, to make it, you know? Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. he said? He said that he always saw himself as a lucky person. <laughs> like he has yeah. some, some divine, <laughs> it's like a blessedness, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you, you just think you, you, you are special, you know? And you, you can make it, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like That's Muhammad really Ali saying, I'm the greatest. And he, and, he, and he went to be the greatest boxer. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it did. Yeah, just, really. That's, just that's the law of attraction. I mean, it happened to the same as Colin McGregor as well. Like, so basically, he, uh, sorry, hmm. Colin McGregor, um, he um, said the same thing. He just basically refused any doubt. He just basically went yes. and he became world champion because he said that's what exactly what he was going to do. He was going to beat everyone up to the top. And he did. did okay, he got beaten by Mayweather, which is fair enough. But I think at that time, I think he, he overspent his ego slightly on that. Ah. He spent so much energy. <laughs> spent so much energy trying to look good in front of this guy, he should have spent that energy really focused yes, on yes. training and you know what I mean? And not really making a big hoo-ha about it and all that money that I suppose at the end of the day it's about money, isn't it? So Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah, Kev, uh, this has been really wonderful time man. Uh, yeah, no, thank you very much, man. Yeah. And what do you want to uh, uh just to give to our viewers, you know, what what you know if there are like some young people struggling there or even there may be older men or women, whatever, you know, what can you encourage them like? Yeah, well, the first thing I'd say is, right, is uh, respect other people, yeah, first yeah. of all. Mm -hmm. Respect yourself as well. Um, yeah. Understanding yourself that if you're in a place where you're not in danger every day, you're not... Mm. Um, having to like run to the shops in under different, I mean, in order to not get killed. You know I mean? If you live in a safe environment, be grateful where you've, where, where you are. Mm -hmm. um, also as well, learn to accept who you are and where you are, what you look like. All right. Not, not all of us are amazingly good looking. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. I, I, was lucky. I was very lucky in that sense, but um, you know, some of us aren't all uh, slim. Some of us aren't all strong. Some of us aren't mm -hmm. all given the right color hair. Some of us haven't got any hair. I mean, look, you know, <laughs> So, you see, um, like me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. So, what I'm saying is, is just accept who you are. Accept hmm. that shit happens as well in your life. You know what I mean? You've got bad stuff going on. There's good stuff going on. But one thing, don't ever give up on yourself. Hmm. All right. Because at the end of the day, when you give up on yourself, that's when life starts going really bad. Hmm. Um, let let the body give up itself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Let let the body do that in its own time. The body knows when it's going to go. So just understand this as well, that every single day you wake up is a gift to you because there's every chance, no matter how old you are, whether you're 16, whether you're 60, hmm. it doesn't matter whether you're 99, your body could just stop at any moment. It's no reason for it to keep on going. It doesn't have to keep on going. The only thing that keeps your body going is a super divine intelligence. Okay. Something that basically has been worked out in so precisely, so amazingly um, intelligent that we could never understand it. Even the top scientists in the world still are guessing the theories. Hmm. All right. So they're getting closer to understanding, but even then they don't accept it when they do understand it. You know what I mean? That's because it's so crazy. So just understand this, that your life is a gift. And if you don't treat it like a gift, yeah. then it will, again, it won't, it won't work out well for you and create as well. Like we're talking about happiness, create yeah. something. There's something inside of you that you want to create. And it doesn't, I don't mean it has to be physical, but it could be just happiness. You could be a comedian, you could be a good speaker. You could be, it could be medicine. It could be anything that you want. Uh, but really start looking in yourself and finding out what it is you want to create in life because that's what's going to make you happy. Hmm.
Ah, thank you so much, uh, Gav. Thank you so much. Uh, look here, if our, uh, uh, our viewers would like, want to contact with you, how can they? Can they go to American We or, or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, where yeah. can um, they meet you there? You can go to my Facebook page. It's uh, Gav Corlos. Um, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Facebook.com forward slash Gav Corlos. Mm -hmm. So you can find me on there. Um, on Instagram, it's, uh, I think it's Instagram forward slash Gav Corlos. Anyway, just Gav. There's not many Gav Corlos. It's C-O-R-L-O-S. There's not many. Actually, I think I'm the only Gav Corlos on the planet. So um, That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So like, there's only one of me. So at the end of the day, I'll be pretty easy to find. Thank you so much, Gav. And no to our viewers, thank you so much for listening. Thank you. For Thanks. And also, anonymous, anonymous says bye as well. Oh yeah, anonymous. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice gentleman over there. Yeah, <laughs> he's, been, he's been listening. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> See you later. Thank you very See much. You later. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks, guys. So